Well, our moms think we're funny. Have you ever listened to any of the Proto Men? Uh, I have not. Oh, they kick ass. They do Mega Man rock opera. They tell the stories of all the Mega Man games, but it's all in, like, awesome rock opera stuff. And see, I don't know the Mega Man games, so that would probably be something to really listen to to kind of just, like, learn about. Yeah. I played them, but I never really followed the story. Right, right. (laughs) I mean, I've only Um, played, like, maybe a handful of them. No, no, actually, less than that, because I think it was only a handful of them, really. I think I played, like, maybe two of them. Yeah, I mean, nowadays there's, like... 10 from the original series, and I think there's five Mega Man X games. I don't even know. There's a shit ton of them. But, don't you uh, mean Rockman? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, what I recommend is Light Up the Night, which is kind of a standalone song. Like, you, you wouldn't even know it was Mega Man if you weren't listening for it. And Light Up the Night just shreds. It's just a great song. And uh, they've also got uh, Built to Last, which is Proto Man's theme in the rock opera. Okay. And that one's that one's spectacular because they use like one of the voice synthesizers to make their voice sound robotic. And just kicks ass. Such a great song. Uh, but can you sing like a robot? <laughs> yes, I can sing. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> From Cleveland Show. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so next on my list is Weird Al. <laughs> okay. So Weird Al has a shit ton of songs that tell stories, and people don't think about it, because all anybody ever talks about with Weird Al is his parodies. Right. And he's got some great parodies, but his original stuff just is great. So it was a tough one, because he's got a lot of those like long 10-minute songs, and they usually just tell these big meandering stories. So you've got like Albuquerque, of course, that's like a really popular one, um, Trapped in the Drive-Thru, uh, to a lesser extent, because it's not a super long one, but you've got, like, everything you know is wrong, and that's just, like, that's that's a lot of randomness, but it all tells a coherent story. It's very weird. But I'm going to go with one of his newer ones. Okay. Which is the Jackson Park Express. And it doesn't play out like a typical Weird Al song. It's not, like, over-the-top, like, random shit. It's basically... He gets on the Jackson Park Express, he sits down, he sees a chick, and then for the next ten minutes, it's him subtly trying to flirt with her, but it's in such a way that nobody would ever know that that's what he was doing. So I feel, I feel like you've told me about this, but is Jackson Park Express like a train? Yeah. Okay. It's just like a train or a city bus or something, I, I don't know, I'm assuming it's like a train. But it's all this stuff about how he's like, you know, that, then like, I... I briefly lock eyes with you and I lick my upper lip and that's my way of saying that I want to take you out to dinner and it's just it's just massive massive just 10 minutes of him just it's like the ramblings of a madman it's like Christian levels of shit like just like a manifesto or something yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like all this stuff of him just like fabricating this entire romance with this woman and it's obviously gonna go nowhere and of course at the end of the song she gets up and she leaves the train he's like oh she didn't pick up my hints it's it's such a funny song, and, like, the line that always stuck out to me, the first time I ever heard it was live, which is awesome. Didn't even know it existed until he did it live. But, like, my favorite line from it is that it's, like, I briefly glance down and read the text on your t-shirt, which is my way of telling you I like your boobs. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a great song. <laughs> I can't recommend it highly enough. So you've got, you've got a bunch of NSP, right? Uh, no, no, I just kind of condensed it all down. I, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'll I'll do honorable mentions. No, 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 I mean, I mean actual music. Oh, actually own it, yeah, I, I got everything they do, except for their newest album, their fourth album, Cool uh, Patrol. You gotta share that with me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and your Weird Al as well. 
Oh, yeah. So. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm a little behind on Weird Al. I don't think I ever uh, downloaded Mandatory Fun, but, uh, yeah, I can I can hook you up. Word. Uh, all right, so my word, my turn, huh? Yep. All right. Um, so I'm going to toss this out there because it's on my list, and I put it out there, and I guess some people could kind of say, well, maybe it's not really a story, but I kind of feel like it is. I, I mean, it's a conversation. If it's not a full narrative, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Interstate Love Song. Oh, yeah. By, by STP, Stone Temple Pilots. So, yeah, yeah. That, that, that actually almost made my list. Really? I, I kind of figured you would put it on there. So, but yeah, Interstate Love Song, you know, it's just like, it's the, you know, it's the, that conversation of like, you know, like, I, you know, this, you know, this guy talked to you and he told you this and then I talked to you and I told you this and that's why this shit ain't working. You know, because yep. you're yep. not listening. Yep. And just kind of like basically saying, you know, I know that both of us are basically lying. Yeah. In, in, in some way or another. So we might as well just get the cards on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite STP songs. Oh, it is. It's, it's great. The music, everything's perfect. But like I say, it's, it's not a, it's not a narrative narrative. But it is a, a story, like, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm having this conversation with you, and, like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, you know this, and I know this. Yep, yeah. I, I think it tracks. I, I think it has a narrative flow to it. It's really funny that you brought up Scott Weiland, because... Okay, what you got? Get Out the Door by Velvet Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna kick it when I saw what you were packing. <laughs> Like Transformers, girl, you're more than meets the eye. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely a story. <laughs> I still remember like telling you that I was like, okay, so listen to this and tell me what you're thinking here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, w- without going into detail, anybody who wants to just listen to get out the door by Volvo. Revolver, you'll hear the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's great. <laughs> you should have known that anything was possible on the Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. That was good timing. <laughs> good synchronicity there. <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, um, Um, I've got one on here. I'm still waiting for you to to say because I don't want to take it away from you. But oh, I mean, feel free because if it's on, if it overlaps with my list, I'll just say, "Hey, me too." I'll, I'll wait because you know I'll wait till closer to the end. Is yeah, it Jukebox Hero? It is Jukebox okay. Hero because <laughs> I was technically next on my list. But... <laughs> uh, but I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna put that out there. But I'll go. So we, yeah, we both got no, Jukebox no. Hero. Help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Jukebox Hero is so great. Oh, it's it's, brilliant, yeah. uh, The thing is, it starts off so well, Mm -hmm. you know, standing in the rain, you know, with his head hung low, couldn't get a ticket, was sold out show. Like, I just, just, you, you can visual that, the guy, like, there, like, up against the wall of, like, the, 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 the stadium, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the concert hall. It's just, so evocative. Right, just putting his ear, just pressing it as, as 
hard as he can against the wall just to hear like I can't see the band but I, I can hear the music and then like and it has that much of uh of an impact on him that you know next thing you know like he's got a guitar and he's like I'm gonna learn to play and and it it's it it, it makes me think a lot of uh, of American Pop the actually uh, mm-hmm. like uh cartoon uh, anime yep. movie yep so. But yeah, that's wasn't uh, it. Uh, wasn't it night moves that he played when he? Yes. Yeah. When he goes into the band and they're like, he, he's like, they, he brought us our drugs and he's like, uh, it's like I don't want to put you pushing no more. Like, yeah, and he does night moves. God, I love night moves. Night moves is great. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah, and uh, and talk could use a few pounds. I mean, I've listened to Jukebox Hero a fuck ton in my life, and. To this day, I still get chills down my spine when they get to that, and that one guitar, and oh. just slam that chord, <laughs> just blew them away. So good. They, they, that, that song just punches you. It's great. What, what gets me is the, is like the, the, with the ending lines when he's like, you know, like, uh, uh, what's the, he's back in the, back in that town, and then it's like, and then there's like, basically him again, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's him again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just goes full circle. Yeah, it's like, and now, and now here's someone else there that you, you know, that's like you exactly feel exactly what you felt. Like it's like there it is. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, jukebox here was so great. Right, what you got? All right, so this is a weird one. <laughs> All right, but not as not as weird as some of the shit I've done. So you know my. Uh, my art idol, Chris Schweitzer. Mm-hmm. Love the man to death. Talk to him every con that I possibly can. Right. There was a brief window of time on his website, and it's not even up anymore. He's got a completely different website URL and everything, but I've got it downloaded. <laughs> For a brief window of time, our boy, our boy Schweitzer was uh, doing some old country-style songs. Okay. He wrote a song called Old 180. And Old lady. Yep, and it's about this. Uh, it's about this hitchhiker who couldn't get a ride and was just walking down the highway. And he meets a girl and he starts talking to her. And he basically falls in love with her as he walks with her throughout the night. And then he finds out that she was a ghost and it was a girl who died walking that highway that night. And she was wearing black and a truck didn't have its headlights on and it hit her. So. For a full year, he tries to find this ghost and walks this highway over and over and over, and he realizes he's never going to find her. So, finally, he waits until midnight, a year from the night that he first met her, and puts on all black and begins walking down the freeway. Ah. Yeah, it's, it is a fucking amazing song, too. And it's not my style at all. It's like, you know, Schweitzer's all about some of that, like, bluegrassy style stuff. It's kind of got that, like... Kentucky back in the holler kind of vibe going on, but it's like holy shit, that's that's an amazing song. That's that's good. Yeah, that's nice. I can see I can see why you like that. You have to hook me up with that one. At least let me hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's got a couple others. He's got like please don't wake me, Mister. Uh, probably the most fun one that he has is uh, we will join our robot brothers, <laughs> which is completely like against his usual style, but it's all about robots singing about the revolution. <laughs> that's a fun one. I had, you know, there's a thing on Reddit that, um, it's, uh, like, uh, story prompts. Mm-hmm. And I had an idea, like, I was thinking about possibly putting this out there as a story prompt. 
Um, and it's like, uh, and you, you just remind me of it. And the, the prompt is like, it's a, um, uh, it's like a, like a year after humanity has retaken the world from the robot revolution. Like, and like you, uh, and, and you know, you or, or somebody, you find, um, like a, uh, like an, a, an old robot or something, or like a, um, like a computer or something, and you, you, know, you boot it up and it has like the, uh, like the, the robot's plan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, step one, like, uh, take over the world, um, uh, and, uh, take over the, like, take over humanity. Step two, um, like, uh, like, it's, it's like step two, like, re-educate or something, like, like, humanity or something like that. And then, like, uh, step, uh, like, uh, it's, uh, so step two is, um, is, uh, like, train, uh, like, retrain, like, the, the human race. Step three, fight back the oncoming invasion from space. Nice. And so like, and so the, the idea is that like, like we, we fought back against the, the robot, the robot uh, apocalypse and took over humanity only to find out that they were actually trying to protect us from something that was coming. Yeah. And now we fucked it all up. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, uh, all right, so is it my turn now? Yep, yep. All right. Uh, and I'm going to go with um, Tennessee Jukebox here. I just did. I'm going to mark it off my list here. I'm going to go with Come Dancing by the Kinks. Oh, God, yeah. I love Come Dancing. Oh, man, I completely forgot about that. I'm mad at myself. I love that song, man. That's so good. I don't think I've ever skipped that song when it comes up on my player one time in my life. I always listen through that. That is such a great song. It's a it's a great song, man. I mean, mean, Lola's really good too, but there's something about "Come Dancing." It's just like hell yeah, yeah. "Come Dancing" is all is awesome. It's it's a very bittersweet song. Yeah. Very bittersweet. But yeah, when it comes on, there, there's another one, um, um, was it, uh, Our House by Madness? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the middle of our street, our house. Father wears his Sunday best. Mother's tired, she needs a rest. The kids are playing out downstairs. You know. But yeah, but but whenever for some reason whenever I think of like one, I think of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but come dancing is so great. Oh yeah, yeah, I like come dancing a lot more. <laughs> uh, so not not a super deep one, but brick by Ben folds. Oh god damn, that, brick, that one gets me choked up every goddamn time I listen to it. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things like when it comes, I'm like, man, I don't want to hear brick, but but if it starts playing, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just. Yeah, it's a hard one to listen to. It is. It's really damn hard. But like, but once you start playing, like you just kind of get pulled into it, and you're mm-hmm. just like, like I don't, like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to go through this man. Like, <laughs> he, he 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 sings it in such a way, it, it's that that you can't help but feel 
everything that they're going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, even every speck of the emotion. Oh yeah, like the the way he sings a song, and even like the lyrics themselves, like you know, like uh, was like a. Uh, was so like we way up at like five thirty, like it's like they're mm-hmm. doing this early in the morning, and like like and then when he gets the part where it's like she's alone and I'm alone, like it's yep yep that's that's what I was gonna pull up was was uh, that that last line exactly, uh, and it's almost like when he goes to hit that high note, it's almost like he's like his voice is cracking, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, she's a brick. You know, like oh. yeah, it's it. It follows the same kind of tradition as like really early blues, where it's like this isn't about like me singing or using my diaphragm or carrying a tune. This is about me conveying an emotion, and he does very well. Now, I mean, it's still beautifully sung and beautifully performed because it's been folds, but like there, there's just so much emotion poured into that. Yeah, for the moment we're alone. Yeah, she's alone, and I'm alone, and now I know it. You know, it, it kind of makes me feel like, like they're, like they should both, like break up. Like I mean, their their relationship is over. Yeah, and they should yeah, both go their separate ways. But because of this, they can't. Yeah. So they're yeah. just going to continue to go through the motions, even though neither of them, one of them really wants to be around the other anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like irreparable damage has been done, and there's no fixing it. But the alternative is being truly alone. Right. It's like not not only will you be alone, but you'll be in isolation as well. It's God. It's it's horrible and wonderful at the same time. It's like, and it's and you've been fooled for making me feel. <laughs> and it's like, and they 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 both kind of like blame each other, and and at the same time kind of blame themselves. And but they they want to they they neither one of them wants to be with the other person anymore, but. They like if I left and because of this, I would be the shit. Like I would mm-hmm. be like like not they the two of them don't realize that both of them don't want to be here anymore. But they feel like if I said I didn't want to be here anymore, then I'm the asshole for leaving for yep. leaving them after doing this. Yep. Cause then it's like, well, not only have we caused trauma, but now I'm also the quitter. Yeah. I'm the one who walked away from the relationship. It's just like you you're trapped in a lose lose. If if you had just left in the beginning None of this shit would happen. <laughs> yeah, Brick's a good one, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brick, uh, brick Earth. I mean, it's, 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 it's a great song. It's like, it's exactly what it is. It's like a brick. It's like a brick to the gut. It's like a fucking albatross around your neck. It's, yeah. Good, good call, man. That's, that's a good pick. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so. Yeah, uh, the rest of mine are not nearly that heavy. <laughs> all right, so. I'm going to hit you with another heavy one then, just because, I mean... Because <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> um, Rooster by Allison Chains. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rooster is a is a great song, man. Yeah, and like everything about it just, you know, got my pills against mosquito death. My buddy's breathing his dying breath like, oh, God, please, won't you help me make it through? Like, it's, it's like, like, damn, dude. Ain't found a way to kill me yet. <laughs> I do like Alice in Chains. Yeah, and and Rooster is like a, just like a, oh man. I mean, it's it's in it some ways it's kind of um, in some ways it's kind of like uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but also 
it's kind of depressing. I mean, yeah. because yeah. it's like, like, like he says, ain't found a way to kill me yet. You know, like I'm still alive. No matter what you do, like you can't kill me, but I also don't want to live anymore. Like I don't want to be here. I like, like it seems like the only way I'm going to make it out of here is to die. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want to die, but I don't want to be here. So I'm just existing and you know, and I want to make it back home, but it also in a sense was like, but I know when I go back home, I can't be back home. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. part of me is still going to be here in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And Rooster's a great song. Yeah, yeah. So I know you're not a big fan of Sticks, but <laughs> <laughs> I really like the story of Mr. Roboto. Oh, no, I like Sticks. I don't like uh, uh, Rush. Well, yeah, I know you didn't like Rush. I, th- I thought you weren't crazy about Sticks, too. Oh, uh, no, I mean, hell, because well, now that you mentioned, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, the, this one, this is like one of the, one of the few songs where I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool story. Yeah, it's a, um, what you call it? Um, it's like concept album. Yeah, yeah, it's a concept album. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Like when you, when you read the background story and all the stuff about who Kilroy is and, and like the, the meaning of all the lyrics, like, yeah, that's, that's pretty badass. I'd watch that movie. So, because you mentioned um, because you mentioned sticks and everything, I hadn't thought about. It, but I'm going to toss it out there. Renegade. Oh yeah, Renegade by Sticks. I mean, that's a, that's a great story too, man. Yeah. Wow, I, did, I haven't even thought about Renegade in a while. Yeah, thank you, Tommy Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I did manage to resist putting any rush on my list. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do think Limelight is a pretty good emotion study, but it's not really a narrative story. Begin the day with... Oh, I sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He basically sounds like Debbie Hardy with a head cold, and I get that. So, so far, we had two recording sessions in a row, we've been able to bring back David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to talk Camelot into watching the Take the Hit comedy album and he hasn't yet it's like you have no idea how funny it is to oh dude it's it's so great <laughs> you're on 20 <laughs> it's like why are you not looking at me when you're wearing pink honey you know it captures the eye <laughs> uh, uh, so it's back to you because you I can't put a photo on a shirt <laughs> meanwhile that's all you can do <laughs> David, you're so cute. Oh my god, I'd fuck him! (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I'd fuck that kid. (laughs) Just want to speed bag his nutsack. Ah! (laughs) Take care, Grandma. I used to take care of you. (laughs) (laughs) I got glaucoma. I can't see too good. I don't know which one's the gas, which one's the brake. I try cracks if we can get addicted. Dude, can this guy get any more Scottish? I mean, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> get a load of that belly. So, Renegade, that was yours? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, the kids aren't all right, my offspring. Really? Okay. Oh, I like that when it's depressing as fuck, but yeah, I love the offspring. Really? Yeah, I'm a big offspring fan. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're going to go far, kid. I, I listen to that like at least once a week. Oh, see, I, I I have some offspring. I don't know a lot of them. I think I have their greatest hits album. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, 
Of course, I think their their biggest hit is got to be um, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's not it's not their best song. It definitely not. Yeah, which I mean, I'd say the same thing about Beck with like Loser. Like anytime you throw out Beck's name, everybody's like Soyun Peridot, and it's like, yes, he did that one. But like, listen to the entire Midnight Vultures album. Oh God, Midnight Vultures is the shit, dude. <laughs> like, you, like your your first thought when you hear Beck shouldn't be Loser. It should be like Debbie. Yeah, Deborah should yeah should be Deborah or you know um and of course of course my my favorite song which is that um uh, it's on the Japanese uh, import mm-hmm. you know that just um uh, uh was it uh, was it oh crap Arabian Nights Arabian yeah, Nights yeah. is such a great song um but yeah yeah Beck is I mean in the past six months my favorite Beck song has been Valley of the Pagans which is this collab with the Gorillas ah such a good song. I, I mean, yeah, I, I love Beck. So, but yeah, I mean, um, even if, uh, what's, oh shit, was it, um, crap, I'm trying to think. I was, I was just thinking, of, thinking of like, uh, trying to think of the lyrics and everything and to get this, same the song and then, um, and then fucking Brick creeped in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've, I have killed the entire flow of the podcast with Brick. <laughs> And I've got like all back on my phone too, but I like just trying to think of it. anyway. But yeah, I mean, like the thing is when, with the exception of Mellow Gold, mm-hmm. everything after Mellow Gold, like I don't put songs on like my Zune or my phone. I put albums. Right. When it comes right. to Beck. I mean, I, I treat Beck like I treat the gorillas, like I treat the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's albums. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, kids aren't all right. I mean, it's, it's depressing, but man. Like there, there's there's a lot of emotion to that song, a lot of emotion to it. All right, so um, and I'm sure this is on your list. If it's not, you're gonna kick yourself for not being on the list, probably. Um, and this one's not as hard as like some of the other ones go, but it is. It is. It's not. It's not brick hard, but I mean, <laughs> well, it came out all wrong. <laughs> <I'm> brick hard. <laughs> it's not brick hard, but but it it, it does have some motion to it. Racking tours. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Carolina drama. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Did you have it on your list? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's why I'm kicking myself. <laughs> yeah, Carolina drama is great, man. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I love Raconteurs. Yeah, yeah. Raconteurs are great anyway. But yeah, that I love that, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just, I mean, if you haven't heard it, you gotta listen to it. It's it's fantastic, you know. I think it's sung by Jack White. It's kind of hard with racking tours, like like mm-hmm. which one's singing. But I think it's sung by Jack White and everything. But um, singing la 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 la. So, but yeah, it's it's a it's a cool song. It just tells this whole story about this family and uh, you know their um, the uh, stepdad and the mom and the priest and you know. Anyway, yeah, it's just it's cool. So yeah. Um. All right, so this one, uh, this kind of was like one of the last ones to hit my list, just because for some reason it never hit my radar, and the YouTube sidebar actually suggested it for me, and I, I got to liking it a lot. Okay. Ain't no rest for the wicked by Cage the Elephant. Oh yeah, and that, I wish I had more Casey Elephant, but that is a good song. It's a great song, and somehow never heard it my entire life. And really, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't even remember what I'd been listening to that day. Probably, probably the Offspring. 
It was probably a lot of the offspring, and I was like, you know, rest for the wicked. Okay, that seems pretty cool. And then I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit. And now I listen to it all the time. Yeah, it's, it's a really good... I wish I had more KJX. I don't even think I have that song. Um, it's, but it's, it's a, good, a good song. It's a really, really good. good one. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good call, man. Uh, so... Um, that, did I hear you say that you were out of, out of songs? Oh, no, I've got a few more. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so, uh. I've got like eight more. <laughs> you know, how many? I've got like eight more. Okay, that's how many I got here. I got one, okay. two, three, four, um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But a lot of the ones I have coming up next are going to be like rap songs. Because yeah. I, yeah. You know, um, so, um, I guess, I guess I'll just go, I'll go with a rap song and I'll, I'll, I'll change the tempo here. Okay. Um, Vapors by Bismarcky. Mm, okay. Vapors tells a story like, you know, I mean, he even tells you like, you know, like, he, like I'm going to tell you a story about my crew, like how we came to be, you know, like what it was like before we, you know, like becoming, you know, the, you know, these, the rap icons that we are, you know, yeah. uh, I got another partner that's calm and plain. He goes by the name of the Big Daddy Kane. You know, the yeah. type of fellow that's laid back back in the day with nothing like that. I mean, like, like he tells you his whole story by each one of them and stuff. So yeah, it was, um, it was either going to be just a friend or vapors. And I was like, I got to go with vapors. I got to go with vapors over just a friend. Even I like them both, but I think vapors, the, the story is more poignant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So I'm starting I'm starting to get more and more country with my song choices and that's weird for me. It's really weird for me. <laughs> that's a uh, Man of Constant Sorrow. Oh wow. Soggy Bottom Boys. And like people don't really think of that people don't really think of that as like having a narrative flow or a beginning, middle, and end, but if you listen to it it does. Yeah. I am a man. It's like, yeah, like the last verse is like, you can bury me in some deep valley for many years where I may lay. So like, it, it's all about his like solitude leading up to his death. Hmm. Now, I've only seen that movie, I think, once. Um, so I'm, I'm uh, actually, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen it like all the way through, being oh, perfectly really? honest. It's definitely worth watching through at least once. So, but... It's yeah. a fun, it's a fun movie for sure. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've listened to the song way more than I've watched the movie. <laughs> and I think I've only heard the song in the movie. So uh, okay, yeah, it's definitely worth just like pulling up a lyric video and watching through. Okay, word. Yeah. Anything else to say about it? Uh no, that's that's about it. It's it's good. Um, it's too bad. That, like apparently, um, George Clooney didn't actually do the singing on that. No, uh, <laughs> yes. Like, and, and I've heard George Clooney sing. As much as I love the man, he can't carry a tune. <laughs> uh, he, he cannot carry a tune. And so it sucks. He apparently practiced, like, really, really hard to be able to do it. He still just couldn't do it. So, okay. sorry, guy, but the version they put in the movie was really good, so. So this movie we're watching here, right? You've got these, these, these jungle natives or whatever, and their faces all painted. But not only are they like where they the both halves their faces are painted different colors, perfectly symmetrical. But what are they making the green and purple 
like paint out of, face paint out of, like I guess like flowers and berries and shit. Really? I mean, okay. I would expect that if you did that, that you that the the color wouldn't be consistent throughout everybody. There'd be some variation. Yeah, yeah, you would think. I like her 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 little nipple areola thing there. Yeah, a little conical there. It's cute. Yeah, very puffy. I'm going to tell you right now, though, if that black chick really was in the jungle, her hair would be not that damn straight. <laughs> just, no. I don't know if someone's, like, pressing her hair between, like, two hot rocks or something. <laughs> like, but, that, shit, that shit ain't happening. I don't know, but if I see any more armpit hair, I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I'll try I'll try to keep on the lookout for you. But like, oh, armpit hair, look away, look away. <laughs> but Comey says this time I'm really going to do it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, was it my turn or your turn? Yeah, your turn. Uh, my turn, all right. Your serve. Okay, so, um, all right, so I'm going to take it light again. I am, though, going to another rap song, and I'm going to do Once Upon a Time, The Projects by Ice Cube. Okay. So, I think I played that for you once before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. Yeah. But Once Upon a Time as a Project is, uh, <laughs> um, it, it's such a great song. I, what I love about it is, you know, like, Ice Cube's telling this song about, you know, he goes to pick up this girl, you know, that he met who is in the projects. And he's like, he's like, the whole point of the song is like, don't date a girl from the projects. Like, don't date a girl from the projects because, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, not say they ain't about shit, but you got to be careful because you don't know, you know, <laughs> what they are about. And in this case, you know, he uh, he goes to pick up this girl, take her out on a date, and then turns out that her mom sells crack, and like her young brother is in a gang. The other one's like shitting on himself, like a baby, and then like her like 12, 13 year old sister is pregnant. He's like, this whole family is fucked up. Like, why didn't you tell me? Like, like why did you tell me when we like when I came over that this was a crack house? And then the cops bust in, and then uh, and he's like, you know. Uh, and he like he tries to tell him like he doesn't live there. He's just there to pick a girl for a date. And uh, and then like the line is like he's like Ice Cube says, "Hey, yo, bitch, you better tell him something." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and "Because because I was wearing a shirt that said I was dope, the the cop uh, like uh, couldn't hear my case." <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> uh, so anyway, it, it's 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 a great song. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember liking it a lot. So, but yeah, I love Once Upon a Time the Projects. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in this like semi countryish region that I'm in. So um, I know we've talked about this. I don't I don't know if you've ever heard it, but Rattling Bones by Casey Chambers and Shane Nichols. I've never even heard of them. Really? Okay. Um, so it's it's not really like country style. It's more like kind of a kind of like a very haunting Cajun kind of thing. But. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's just it's all about this person who like basically dumps their lover, packs their bags, leaves home, and as they're traveling down the road, they're basically getting pulled back and forth, uh, being tempted by Satan, who's offering them all the golden riches of the world, versus uh, a holy man from a house of God. But like they they basically say no to both of them because it's like no matter what either of you are offering, my soul's not for sale. It's a really cool song. <laughs> okay, I haven't heard that one. It's it's pretty cool. It's I, it's definitely not your typical genre, 
as far as like your musical tastes, but I think you'd like it. Okay. It's pretty cool. Hmm. So I am I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of match you there in your western with Delia by Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Delia. Um oh shit, I just had I just had another one there um, that I just thought of which is great now. Um And I think I may have mentioned this one once before in the podcast, but um, but yeah, I love I love Delia. the the whole the whole story about that is like you know he goes through this whole thing of like you know Delia's not a good not a good wife, good girlfriend, whatever it is, and she's just a low down trifling like no good woman. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he kills her, and then he gets caught and he goes to jail, and then like, in prison and in prison he's like. Jailer, oh jailer, I can't sleep because all around the cell I hear the patter of Delia's feet. Like it's like he's like he's like he's haunted by what he did. Yep, feeling yeah. feeling that he was justified doing it, but then it's like not really. And, and the I, fact is that he really he really loved her anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't consider myself a country fan, but like some of the some of like old bluegrass has just amazing stories to their songs. Um, like that, like there's an. Old, old Appalachian bluegrass song called uh, Molly Vaughn. And it's all about this chick who is, like, going to see her fiancé while he's hunting, and she's wearing a white veil. So he mistakes her for a swan and shoots her. So, like, the whole song is telling the story of his trial. (laughs) That's that's spectacular. (laughs) That's a good look for Thanos. Um... <laughs> so I mean, as long as long as we're as long as we're in the genre, I'm just going to stick with this. And Johnny Cash actually did a cover of the song, so this is Dad totally wants a dealership. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Dad totally wants a dealership. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Oh yeah, and like the Johnny Cash version's amazing. The Blues Brothers version's amazing. I, I love like every take I ever hear on that song, but it's such a good story. It's freaky as hell. It's so good. You 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 haven't watched Blues Brothers 2000 yet, right? No, I've listened to the soundtrack like so. You haven't times. seen the part in the movie Mm-mm. when they're playing it and like lightning in the sky and the four horsemen appear in the clouds okay. and like so it's it's awesome, dude. That's spectacular. <laughs> the only thing I've actually watched from Blues Brothers 2000 is Funky Nassau and uh, oh, Funky Nassau is great. When Blues Traveler approaches Elwood. He's like, oh, you, you gotta listen to my band play. You're a huge influence on me. You're my hero. And then he, like, runs onto the stage. And I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> just leave. Yeah. It's... The, uh, the, so you haven't seen, um, uh, what, 8, 6, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, or whatever? Uh, oh, no, you showed me that one because Johnny Lang plays yeah. guitar in that one. Yeah. yeah. God, I love Johnny Lang. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, um, and the, the, uh, when they go back to, when they go get, um, when they go get um, uh, Matt Guitar Murphy, mm-hmm. and and then they're they're playing in the uh, was it the Mercedes dealership? I think so. Yeah, yeah that uh, that one's really good. Yeah, I may, I may have seen that one. I don't remember. I don't think so. And the kids like the and like the young kid that they're that he's taken in is like duck walking across the countertops yeah. and everything. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I hear the movie's way better than people give it credit for. People give it a lot of shit, but it doesn't deserve it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. It's not as good as the first one. It's not, but it's not horrible. So. Well, the first one's got a lot of heart. Yeah. I mean, like, without, 
without Belushi in it, it's like uh, I don't I don't think it can possibly have the same heart as the as the original. Have you seen the beginning? Uh, no, no, but I'm familiar with it. I've I've read like synopses and stuff. No, no, I mean, but you haven't seen the beginning. No. So the movie opens with Elwood getting out of prison this time. Mm-hmm. And he's standing out front, like the, 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 you know, the gates open. He's standing out front waiting and he's waiting there. And then, and the camera's just kind of fixed. And then the warden comes out and you don't, there's no, there's no dialogue, yeah. but the warden comes out and, and basically tells him that, that Jake is dead. Yeah. So, so yeah. he's not going to be picking him up, you know, and it, that's how it starts. I was like, yeah, the, the contrast from the original. I, yeah. I'd, I'd heard about that. I'd heard it was amazing. It is really good. It's like, wow. But it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's in a different vein, but, um, but it's, it's very similar. I, I guess it, to me, it has the same effect of Iron Man two. When, when Rhodes, uh, show, Rhodey shows up for the hearing mm-hmm. and then, you know, it's Don Cheadle instead of, uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I was expecting you here. He's like, well, it's me. I'm here. You know, let's move on. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Ghost Riders in the Sky. Like, yeah, that's one, like, I wouldn't have even expected to like it, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's so. Like, that genre is so diametrically opposed to what I typically go for, but then you hear it, and, like, the lyrics are so evocative, and especially, like, that last verse, where the ghost writers call him out, and basically tell him, if you don't change your ways, you're damning your soul to ride with us. (laughs) Like, that that is so fucking cool. Then, of course, the harmonica solo in the Blues Brothers covers. Just chef kiss. Beautiful. So, um... So I was gonna say, I know you expect this to be, um, uh, I know you expect this to be on my list, but it's not. So I'm just gonna put it out there right now that's not on my list. Hmm. And, um, and of course, I mean, like, you know how I feel about it. That's why it's not on the list. <laughs> All right. You know where I'm going with this, right? I'm not sure. Uh, Devil's Hook down to Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not on my list. Not on my list. <laughs> it's full of lies. <laughs> devil can't lose. The devil clearly won. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the devil had the backing of a full band, and he was the one judging the contest. So something doesn't sit right here. I'm just saying it's it's that the devil through the contest made Johnny feel like he won because now he's got this this cursed like fiddle, and <laughs> and if anybody were to beat him, then they would get the cursed fiddle. But everyone knows it's the cursed fiddle of the devil, so he'll never lose. Mm. Because no one will ever, it's like that episode of uh, American Dad where Roger, um, has a competition with the guy. I think I've seen that one. The, that the, the guitar at the, at the coffee bar, or whatever he's like. And so they're going to have a guitar competition to see who's the best. And then Roger goes back to learn to play guitar because he can't. And then he sells his soul to the devil to play guitar. And then they, he gets up on stage in the, the competition and he like, and he just shreds on the guitar, and the guy was like, he was like, wow, he's like, oh, he's like, you're fantastic, like, he's like, you beat me, he's like, you won, he's like, this is your spot, he goes, I'll tell you what, instead of giving me, you can keep the spot, how about you just pay for my guitar lessons, and he's like, okay, and then the devil comes and just takes his soul, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not only is that evil, but it's brilliant, that's amazing, <laughs> that is amazing, 
Uh, all right, so uh, whose turn is it? Uh, I guess was, it's mine, right? Was double one down to Georgia? You were in. Oh no, no, no I was saying, it? I was saying that I'm not okay. picking that one. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then yep, you're up. I cannot find my pen. Oh, there it is. Um, oh, shit, now I just threw it away. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Uh, so I'm going to put this one out there, and I know you haven't heard it, but I'm going to play it for you after, um, I'm going to play it for you after, uh, after the, this episode. Um, Public Enemy, Black Steel, and the Hour of Chaos. Okay. It is a great song. It was, uh, we had, we had to, when I was in college, we had to, um, we were told to like, uh, to get a song, like, uh, to find a song that had a, basically a narrative that told a story mm-hmm. and write the lyrics down and, you know, and, and, and bring it into the next class. And he only had a couple people that actually, that he asked him what the song was and he was like, no, no, that's not, that, that's not telling a story. That's just a song that, that, you know, portrays a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not telling a story. And so since like the first couple people he asked didn't have one, he was like, Hey, you guys don't know what it is, but this was the song I picked. Was Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos, but nice. because it tells a story of this guy in prison and like why he's in prison, and then it's also about a prison escape. Cool, but yeah. Um, so Public Enemy, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos, um, and I actually have another another Public Enemy song on here too, um, uh, which is uh, which is also really good. So, but yeah, I picked that one. Nice. So I'm hitting. Pretty low on my list. I'm not totally out yet. But uh, I'm going to go back to the Blues, but not the Blues Brothers. They never did a cover of this. But uh, One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer by oh, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. That's a good song. I love that song. <laughs> love that song. Never gets old. So my ex and I, uh, one of my exes and I, we used to have this kind of thing because of the one line in there where it would just kind of like pop up in conversation. Is like, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, when I saw you the other day, it's like he you were staying in the corner leave against a post. I said, but I'm tired. I'm walking all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his, the whole exchange with like paying his rent and all that. It's like the whole song is so much fun. And it had uh, Lois, she was so nice. And she was lovey dovey. <laughs> she hired about front rent. She didn't get a back rent. She didn't get none of it. <laughs> I think like my 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 favorite line though in all of that is uh it's like I don't know man uh, my wife's kind of funny yeah I know everybody funny now you funny too <laughs> <laughs> yep it was such a fun song I do love that I, I'm I'm actually mad at myself for not picking that song man. <laughs> yeah it's one I don't listen to nearly as much as I should but I love it every time I hear it. I said, look, man, come down here. He said, what you want? I said, what time is it? He said, a clock on the wall. It says three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Last call for alcohol. <laughs> but that, that is a fantastic song. Thank too. you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> good good job, man. And uh, it's it's not on my list, and I wish it were, but I've told you about the song many times. One of my favorite blues songs ever. It's You Can't Play the Blues in an Air-Conditioned Room. Ah, I don't know if I know that one. Really? I mean, it's, it's this, this guy just basically saying that, like, he, he got famous as a blues performer. He sold all kinds of albums. He got rich. He got a big, beautiful house. He got to move out of his little lean-to shack in the woods. And then he lost the blues. Because he got too comfortable. Yep. You can't play the blues in an air-conditioned room. Yep. So, like, what he finally does at the end of the song is he just 
throws all of his money out. He sells the house or gets rid of I guess he just moves out of the house, just gets rid of everything and moves back into his shack so that he can get the blues back because otherwise he just can't perform. It's a great song, so I kind of wish I added that to my list, but I don't really have it on here. Now, there's, there is a blues song I like. Uh, I don't really quite know the name of it, but it's like, actually it goes on like, Oh, I did a bad thing. I cut my brother in half. <laughs> I been half, dude. <laughs> I been cut pretty bad. I been cut in half pretty bad. <laughs> Wrong kid, dad, dude. <laughs> Man, we got our whole lives ahead of us. <laughs> Ain't nothing bad gonna happen today. <laughs> This is the, probably the worst case I've seen of a of a boy's been cut in half. Yeah. I'm afraid I wasn't able to connect top half to the bottom half. I'm afraid we weren't able to reattach the half. <laughs> Mom, I can't smell nothing. You all smell blind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. So uh, <clears throat> my next one here. Yep. Um, it actually, uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good story. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't hit, uh, the next one on my list yet. <laughs> it's so probably on your list. I, I, I don't think you knew this song was coming. All right. Okay. It's about a girl. Um, I don't know if you knew or not. I knew a girl, um, named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex freak. <laughs> Uh, I met her in a hotel lobby masturbating with a magazine. Yeah. So, Darling Nikki by Prince. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that. Yep. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, Darling Nikki. That's a great song, man. It tells a really good story and everything. Like, so, yep. Darling Nikki. For half a minute there, I thought you were going with I fell in love with a girl by the white stripes. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, yeah, but, um, Now, I actually, I actually try to think about some white stripes. I'm like, do I have a, any white stripe songs that really tell a story? Like, I know there, there have to be some, but like, like Big Three Kill My Baby, like, doesn't do one. Dead Leaves and Dirty Grass, the ground, like, that doesn't do one. Like, Conquest doesn't, you know, uh, like, I was just thinking, like, um, oh, the, probably, probably the one I probably could have used was, um, uh, crap, what's that name of the song? It's, um, uh, shit, was it, uh, we're gonna be best friends, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a really nice song. It's kind of folksy, um, but that that's a good song. And that kind of tells like a story. Yeah. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs> <laughs> 